One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. It is a Christmas film. It is like the lesbian <laughs> diehard. It's like, it is... Carol is a lesbian diehard. <laughs> Welcome back to That's a Gay Ass Podcast, the podcast that asks whose fault is it that you are gay? This is Eric Williams, your host, and we have a television star on the podcast, Tian Tran from How I Met Your Father, <laughs> starring Hilary Duff. Ugh, it is so good to have you back here. The second week of Pride Month, and this episode is like full on Pride filled. I really mean that. I just, the, the chosen family of it all, talking to Tian Tran, there was an immediate, just familial connection. And y'all, I'm a fam too, truly. Uh, speaking of family, I have some like devastating news, which is that I'm the lesser liked parent with Freddie, our new dog. Can anybody tell me how you deal with this? Like, I there, it can't be just me where you know that your animal or your child prefers one parent over the other. I'm struggling. It's become very. We we've had him for about no exactly two weeks now, and I've just realized over the past two days, I'm number two, and um. I'm going to take him to the doctor. I think something's wrong because I don't see a world where I am the lesser liked parent. It doesn't seem okay. Like, what did I do? He's anti-Semitic. That's it. That's it. Um, you know what? Cance- hashtag cancel Freddy. This weekend, we went out for Pride in LA. It was West Hollywood's gay pride. And God, it was fucking insane. I I, I talk about it with Tian on this week's episode, but I... <laughs> I don't know why it's all so expensive. What are you all doing for Pride? I, I I love to celebrate queerness. I love being gay as hell. Why do I have to refinance my future home to be able to go out? I just don't understand it, pipes. I also don't understand why it's taking so long to get this merch to my home. I'm trying to get one sample shirt so that I can make do quality control because I want to put something on the internet for sale that is actually really delicious. And so I appreciate your patience. I will I will post the second I get the shirt. And then once they are up live, I will reveal the five final designs for the icons who made it onto the gay ass shirts. And then you can just order to your heart's content. But let's get into this week's episode with Tian Tran. Yes, she is a television star, stand-up comedian, so hilarious and kind and genuine. And this episode was a full-on joy to record. Uh, you can follow her at Hank Tina. Amazing story why that is her handle. And of course, follow the podcast at Gay Ass Podcast. And if you are thinking to yourself, hey, Eric every week asks about five-star reviews and I haven't left one, now's your chance, babe. Make a cute love note for your podcast app of choice as to why you like it as podcasts let other people get in on the action enjoy this episode i love you so much and let's have another gay ass week 
I am so unbelievably happy you're doing this podcast. Thank you so much for being here. You are truly the most gorgeous, hilarious, perfect, amazing oh person. And I don't know what, if it's just because it's pride, but I'm feeling like so effing grateful you're here. Wait, that's too kind. Thank you so much for the warm welcome. Uh, I'm very excited to be here. You're a damn gem. And I think I, I think it's just we're doing it. Happy pride. Happy Pride. You know what? That's actually because this is Pride. I feel like we have to start off and just ask you, what did you do this weekend? It was the first weekend of Pride. Give me a good answer. If it wasn't something exciting, lie about it in three, two, one. Okay, I um, groomed a couple of straights into being gay, uh, and now we're just like an amazing queer family. Wow. Are you um, are you hooking up as a family? Like it's polyamorous, or are they your children? Great question. <laughs> Um, I would like to say that it, 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 we're all adults, so I, I feel like it's a it's a loving family sex circle, you know. Sure, so sure, sure. Cl- family classic, bed, f- yeah. Family bed, classic, classic weekend in June. I think that's a really good answer because honestly, <laughs> I, I well. I didn't do too many exciting things for my first Pride weekend, but I did just move to LA and it was my first LA Pride. So I did a couple of things. Congratulations. Thank you. What did you do? I honestly am having Pride whiplash of like the emotions attached to it. What I mean is I feel like I'm amazed and thrilled that like Pride, of course, is like a huge thing. We're like Mm -hmm. celebrating the queerness. My whiplash is the corporations taking so much of my hard-earned cash. Yes. Where are you spending your money right now? We went to... Okay, so here's what happened. Is we went to... So it was West Hollywood Pride. And so we went to um, like a couple of the bars and our friends had purchased VIP tickets for the weekend to like go to like like the concert stuff. And I was like, <laughs> I'm not going to do that because I don't need to see... And like no disrespect to the people they had on, even though I am kind of disrespecting them by saying like, I don't need to see them for that much money. So I didn't buy the tickets. And then we get there. And of course, they were like, well, why don't you just do a day pass? It's like 30 bucks. It was 75 each. So no. then we did, we did it. <laughs> and then, I feel like everyone says something is $30 and it ends up being like 120. You're like, isn't that the truth? It's, it's all, it's always that way. Yeah, no, no, just do it. It's like, it's like, just do it, bucks. do it, do it. It's, it's 20, $20, $20, $30. I don't regret it though, because like we got to dance and there was a really great DJ at one spot. And like, I took it as a way of me like rebelling against the straights by me spending my own money. I don't, I tried to make it work on my Go own get head. Em. <laughs> That'll show them. I'll be broke and they'll have nothing to say. <laughs> But it ended up being a very fun night. Jesse J performed, which is oh, like fun. Worth, I think, worth it. That makes yes. it worth it. But um, I again like wish we didn't have to spend money to celebrate ourselves. I know. I mean, the truth is, for this weekend, I actually am, am at I'm at my in laws, and so, where so, are your in laws? My in laws live in Southern Illinois, so just hanging out at my partner's parents house and we did watch fire island with her mom so i feel like that is that's pretty good i think and we loved it everyone loved it huge everyone loved it what do they think about what do they think about the drugs and the sex of it all well before before she came down to watch it with us um her dad went to sleep because he he had to go to work early (laughs) great excuse um but she i was like you know it's gonna be like pretty horny is that cool and she's like yeah i'm fine with that and in my head i'm like but i'm not fine with watching right it with you <laughs> but she loved it we all laughed had a great time okay can i ask you a really controversial question of course you can do you think that the movie fire island is 
enjoyed as much by straight people as it is by queer people or do we think it's a movie meant for queers and the straights are trying to pretend they like it as much okay well that is a controversial question I think it. I love that it's a movie for queer people. So I, I think it's like so unapologetically gay. I, I came up with Joel in Chicago. So like friends with Joel. And I love that he made this movie that is just like so, so gay. And I do think it's straight people being like, um, yes. <laughs> yes, and, yes, and, yes, and. Yes, and, yes, and, yes, and. I think yes, and. it is too. But I think that you're nailing it on the head because it is for the queers. But I think because Joel is just so good and he had, yes. had no he had no choice but to make something incredible. The straights have no choice but to like it. But my controversial opinion is that I think we like it more because it was built for us to like it more. I agree. And, like It's like that's a part of the magic of it. Yeah. I mean, not to like do that thing where like, oh, I'm comparing another movie that came up, but Happiest Season mm. was to me made for the straights. Oh. That was, that was like, uh, is that controversial? No, it's just, it's a really, it's just interesting of like, if like, like, here's the question, the movie Carol. Yes. Who was it made for? That was made for me personally. Was, <laughs> I was the single audience for that movie. I literally would go less for Kate Blanchett. I remember oh, seeing her in, um, and I know this is not like the most incredible crafted movie, but the Benjamin Button movie where... where I haven't name? seen Benjamin Button yet, should You need I? to see Benjamin okay. Button only because I don't know how it's aged and like we need to figure this out together. Okay. But when it came out, it was A, sort of like a cool can see like, oh my God, Brad Pitt is hot, but he's... Like, a baby. Is a baby? <laughs> we, we can see Brad as a baby and old. Fuck him in. But like, but then on top of it, it's like, also this, that, that to me feels like sort of magic. And I'm like, I, I'm a magic girl. I, I've, I grew up reading Roald Dahl. Is this connected? Oh my Paul God, I love Roald Dahl. Thank you. Yes. But I thought, like, yes, the Brad Pitt aging got me into it. But the Kate Blanchett, she is so, there's a scene where she's like a ballet dancer. And they did some sort of crazy CGI. Where, and like, I'm sure, again, I watch it now. And it would probably look so horrible because like the <laughs> animation, like literally two seconds ago, was not as good as it is now. However, she's like doing like fuetes and like dancing on a stage. And like I remember there's a shot of her, the camera like, kind of like closes up as she like peers out into the audience. And she's like giving a dancer hand. I see her bone structure. She <sighs> is so powerfully beautiful and a great actor yes. and just magnetic and i it was my like embarrassingly enough my my opening moment to loving Kate blanchett so when i saw carol i was like she can do nothing wrong i know all my arguments for like only que- only queer actors can play queer characters falls apart when Kate blanchett's involved <laughs> except um except uh, uh, <laughs> except the, uh, Kate, Kate the blanchett. one time that I <laughs> i watched i mean that Truly, that is the last move. I we own that movie. Like, <laughs> I can't imagine lesbians not like making a fucking statue out of the movie. The movie. No, girl. it's like it is a Christmas film. It is like the lesbian <laughs> diehard. It's like it is. Carol telling, is a lesbian diehard. It is though. It is such a ugh. see that movie. I mean, I don't. Is it? It's made. I think it's made for everyone. Carol, I do too. Carol I do is, too. Yeah. It's also. It's it's Oscar winning, right? It's like. Yeah. I think it's like when it gets to that level, it's like, and I, I'm not gonna say Fire Island's not gonna win an Oscar, but yeah. it should. And it should. I think it maybe should show that it is meant. It's meant for the queers, but it's so good. Everyone can agree that it's good. It also felt, you know, I, you had a you had a fun pride this weekend, but like I've I've been in the Midwest for a while now, and so I've been. Um, 
my partner is a professor, and so she was like, I've been in Champaign, Illinois with her for the past year. Wait, is it um, Southern Illinois? What's the university called? University of Illinois. University, I'm literally choosing the most like <laughs> difficult way of saying it. Um, I'm from I'm from St. Louis, so I have a lot of people that go to school in Illinois. So I feel like okay. there is such a Midwestern gay connection here. I just went to the M- Missouri Botanical Gardens this past Shut weekend. Shut the f up! My aunt Anna had her birthday party there. I think I probably saw her. Yeah, she's like short Jewish. Yes, yes, yes. Oh my god! I said I, I actually knew it. was like Eric said happy birthday. Thank you. Oh, <laughs> Diana, Aunt Diana, I miss you. Oh my, wait, that's a great botanical garden. It's a great because they live um uh like thirty minutes outside of St. Louis. Shut up. Yes, that is so, I, so funny. Just that was my pride. I spent <laughs> spent it up, spent it at the Missouri Botanical Gardens and then went and watched Fire Island. One might argue that a botanical garden is the gayest place you can go. Butterflies. Butterflies, flowers, colors. Everyone's showing up and showing out. Like, come on. It's the gayest. There are straight men talking about how how nature is beautiful. You're gay. If you think nature is beautiful, you're gay. You're gay. There's actually a really amazing gay statue at the big at the opening of the museum uh, or museum I keep going the Missouri Botanical Gardens. There you is? know when you yes, there are two naked women just like dancing with each other. Does it say that it's meant for gays or is it just two dancing women that were putting on it that it's gay? It's gay. I mean, do you need does it need to be said? <laughs> You're right. I'm like, but is um <laughs> You're like, did the artists want it to be seen as gay? <laughs> How wet are they? Um <laughs> I can't, like, I'm not making this up. That makes me, like, get, like, warmth in my body. Because whenever I hear, like, a gay connection of, like, positivity towards St. Louis, it, yes. it like, heal, it heals a wound. It heals. <laughs> this, there's, like, so much of this podcast has truly been therapy because of, A, us all talking about the traumas that we all, like, had similarly to each other. Cool. But, B, of, like, grappling with the shittiness that it was to grow up in the Midwest as gay. But then, like, how it's gotten better and, like, continuing to hopefully point in that direction. And the fact that there are naked lesbos in the f- opening of the Missouri yes. Botanical Gardens. Happy Pride. Happy Pride. Is it offensive? I, I've never said lesbos until this no, moment. No, you can. No, it's okay. totally. The only time it's like ever it. offensive to me is when it's like some straight dude that I dated in college in my DMs. He's like that. That's the only time that I feel most offended. No context. Could that be okay? <laughs> um, I do want to. Uh, this is like something that is very topical with this being pride. I'm just noticing this year. Mm-hmm. With the whiplash, the greatness, the goodness, the Fire Islandness, and then you see these news articles. Like, did you see that? Um, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers or Tampa Bay, yes. right? Whatever the fuck they are, they are. Yes. they're like they're the the players. Some of them are not going to wear pride flags for the Pride Night because of their faith based. Re- oh my god! <laughs> but you know what? Here's another one to warm your heart. A St. Louis Cardinals pitcher dragged them. Are you kidding? I'm not kidding you. I literally just saw it. I think his name is Jake Flaherty. Oh, my God. He just, like, retweeted their, like, explanation and just wrote absolute joke. And I was like, simple. And okay, okay, okay. This is so good because you know what that is? <laughs> that is a straight man using straight man argument. Like, because, yes. you know, like, I feel like when straight men get angry, they're still, like, they, they can never communicate regardless. So they're no, all, no, either, no. either just, like, throwing punches, saying a couple words, like, or, like, I feel like also lately the thing when they get excited, they go, they say, let's go. Let's go. <laughs> I, that to me feels very straight. I feel like, what if, wait, he said a, a fucking joke? He said absolute joke, which Abs- I love. Absolute joke. It's two words. Two words. 
we can't expect a straight man to say more than two words. No, no, no. But those two words pack a punch, and then he's on the right side of her street. And he's right. And he's on the right side of her street. And they're like, I feel like sometimes straight men are, don't like to be hyperbolic, and I'm. I feel like he's being strong here. Like absolute. Joke. Absolute. There's no joke. question. And a straight man does not want to be called a joke because no. the, the only thing they want to be is taken seriously. Is, t- is is to be taken seriously or to be the one telling the jokes. So this Ooh. is this is huge. I hope he's a good pitcher because if he's like the worst in the major leagues <laughs> and they're all like, sure, Robert. They're like, you didn't even get to play. <laughs> you were benched until last week. <laughs> I think he is like uh I think he's like uh one of the starting pitchers. Oh thank God. Wow. I know. St. Louis, you're I really know. making me this never happens. It's not never like and look the good thing that St. Louis did for queer rights. Oh I know I saw that today and I I'm I you know, I it's not like I've adopted St. Louis as like a, a second home, but I feel like of the cities that I've been to most recently in the pandemic, it has been St. Louis. So I'm kind of like, go cards. Go cards. Go cards. Indeed. My family has season ticks, babe. When's the last time you've been? Um, do you know what? Actually, I think I went. So my husband and I were in St. Louis, like I would say a year ago. And we, he went for the first time to a St. Louis Cardinals game and it was camp. It was good. We it's had fun. our hot dog. It was, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I would enjoy the only thing I'm scared of is a foul ball. I'm like, I think I have such a narcissistic personality, which I don't actually think I do, but like in the <laughs> baseball setting, I'm like, it's going to hit me, the one person, 30,000 pe- out of the 30,000 people here. It's coming for me. But like, it hasn't happened yet. But you can, you've seen those videos of the foul ball going into the stands. Terrible. And like, the velocity at which it goes. It's very, very scary. But I, I do like watching the videos of like, here's another stray man attribute that I like is when um, a dad holding a baby catches a foul ball. <gasps> That's a whole genre of viral videos that i that's actually i'm in i'm actually into (laughs) i love listen a straight man with with a baby is an immediate i i my toxic trait is like if you're pushing a stroller you can be disgusting and i still want to suck your dick i was just like there's something about (laughs) there's something about fatherhood (laughs) wait let's unpack that (laughs) i know i'm like wait a minute (laughs) there's something about the idea of fatherhood fatherhood. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, no, I truly am like walking down the street and I will see a kind of handsome person. I'm like, oh, he's kind of nice. And I'll see the stroller and I'll be like, okay, is okay. that not the hottest guy you've ever seen in your fucking life? <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what's going on in those cargo shorts. Um, yeah. We're, so, well, we have to dive into the Illinois of it all and your partner is there with your... So how long have you been with your partner is my first question. Um, it'll be nine years this July. Congratulations. Thank you. How did you What's your partner's name? Aaron. We love Aaron. How we did you meet Aaron? Aaron? We uh, I used to throw a very 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 uh self-indulgent birthday party when I lived in I lived in Chicago for a, a very long time. Um and I used to throw a party called Tanks for Hank. Mm. Uh which was I would do a full spread barbecue of like ribs, wings, kebabs, burgers, for for my friends and all you would have to do for the price of entry was to bring like a five dollar or less thrifted tank or like t-shirt that i could cut into like a slutty side bra tank are you joking that is that's not (laughs) self-indulgent you're not only giving incredible food which i think a barbecue could be considered one of the best party foods to have it's my favorite also giving fashion yes so so they would bring a tank and and someone happened to like a mutual friend brought my partner um and she like two weeks later asked me out how did she ask you out over email (gasps) (laughs) 
how Tom Hanks. So Tom. So Tom Hanks. Honestly, just watch. Just watched. You've got mail last week. I feel like you have you been following me because i feel like you're hitting all oh our producers have been casing all of our guests yeah no, no, no. there's there's cameras and everyone the the, the the main room of your in-laws house yeah okay, we love because... we love the purple shades they're gorgeous thank you uh, i'll tell her to keep them yeah no tell her tell her um although i don't like what she wore yesterday to um to church it was not okay i will i will i tell just her thought like the frills that. were a little on the nose for for june okay for june fine i'll cut the Maybe... frills off she can keep the shirt <laughs> She the shirt, cut the frills. Um, wow, Hank Tina had a what, what was the party called? It was called Tanks for Hank. And can you please tell our listeners what what can, this amazing story about the Hank Tina of it all? Oh, Hank, the Hank Tina of it all is that my full name, um, Vietnamese name, is Hunt Tien, which is uh, spelled H A N H T I E N. And one time in high school, I had a substitute teacher who just like reading through fucking roll call got to my name and said hank tina (laughs) like is there a hank tina here just like over and over and over and ever since then i've like reclaimed it as my own sort of social media persona nickname it's Uh, so brilliant to take to take such a like like a wild micro micro aggression And then make it like your moniker. Yes. I, it's talk, talk about taking our power and talk about like trauma from growing up. Of yes. Like, <laughs> oh my God. So much. I, I also think it's devastatingly brilliant how you talk about someone who's like, Michelle Kwan, are you in this <laughs> TJ Maxx? It's just, it really, I, I, I really do find it so surprising the ways in which people can be like racist in such creative ways. Like why would Michelle Kwan be in Erie, Pennsylvania shopping for... <laughs> Fucking tanky. But I, I think it's again the narcissistic uh, quality of a lot of Americans. Like, well, I assume that Obviously. The TJ Maxx that I'm shopping at. <laughs> I know that the TJ Maxx off of Peach Street is where all the celebrities go. For it their is deals. the big one. It is it's the, the big, big one. one. It is attached to a Marshalls. <laughs> you know, the other day I thought I saw Anderson Cooper. <laughs> Turns out it was just my dad um okay so uh, there's so much to discuss with you because seeing how i met your father explode and seeing you on it i just like first of all there's so much to unpack about why it's so good because hillary duff is i think there's a reason why there are so many gay memes that go around of her being like like you know when you say gay it's that stupid it's gay it's like i think she whether she wanted to or not became a representative of the queer community yes um I also think you are so good in it. I also think very deep cut, but um, Chris Lowell, um, he is not only so hot, but he <laughs> <laughs> he is in one of the movies that my toxic trait that I've seen it too many times is The Help. Oh my Emma god! Stone's, he plays Emma Stone's love interest in The Help. I just like he. You'll be happy to know that he is truly like the best and charming and i love him and i love working with him like i, I looked up his instagram i see he's like an actual like, artistic photographer too. oh my god he's I'm an like, incredible photographer that's annoying that you're like hot a good actor actual and artist like yes and he's so thoughtful and so just like he's wonderful i adore chris like i i really feel very lucky that i i'm not just saying that like i truly feel so lucky that like my brother in this show is a person that i like genuinely adore and love because it would be so hard yeah i mean i mean <laughs> also I for it. like during this interview like we would be able to tell that you, you could like, tell that he I- <laughs> is oh yeah no 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 really good guy um a, what do you what's your shirt what shirt is that i'm like oh it's um it's like you change the subject. Immediately. What are your sheets? Uh, where do you oh, they're uh, sorry. Yeah, no, I love these. They're um, they're parachute. Um, 
Because I am trying to have a morsel of success that you're having, can you give us an inside the actor's studio about what it was like to like book this show? And I want to know where you where you were when you found out you booked it. Oh my god! So it's actually really funny that I'm in my in laws' basement because I I auditioned in this room. I did a <gasps> self tape. My first tape was in this room with my partner, who bless her is so good when auditioning with me because I. I have gotten better, but I know that I'm like kind of really annoying. And I'm we all are annoying. And oh anyone listening to this podcast who also <laughs> has to audition with their partner is now seething with anger because they're like, fuck. fuck. Some couples are actually doing this okay because Matt and I have had so many tense I moments. I mean, I've had the, so many, like, honestly, the very first time that I got an audition self tape was like three years ago. And my partner, it was a short paragraph monologue. Eric, it took us three hours because I could not <laughs> get my shit together. Okay? So we've come a very long way. Yeah. Um, so Professor Aaron is is doing the self-tape is, with you. Is doing the self-tape with me. I got the tape in like June of last year. And we taped it in this room. Had to do it between like dogs running around and like just general family noise. And... We sent it off, and I, I, I even like wrote to my managers, like, "Oh my god, I can't I really want to be Hillary Duff's best friend," and just sent it off. Didn't hear for months, and then I got a call back and did a Zoom table read with Hillary and the rest of like the executive producers. And so, and, months later, you got the call back. Yeah, so months later, I got the call back. I'm also forgetting a, a very key point. I actually auditioned for a different role originally. Wow. And it was for, it was for Francia's character. And I think they came back and they were like, <laughs> the casting was like, we loved your tape, but I think you'd be more appropriate for this character. And I read it and I was like, farm lesbian. Great. Let's go. Um, <laughs> check and check. check. I know that. <laughs> Iowa, I'm there. I, Iowa, I am there. I have a plaid shirt that I'm going to put on. <laughs> you, that's also the funny thing about like auditioning for queer roles. I feel like I put on what I think industry. <laughs> yeah thinks like, that lesbians dress like like i'm like yeah i know i like stereotype my own tape i'm like huh <laughs> where's my birkenstocks where's my flannel who's perpetuating who's, which who's... stereotype <laughs> i am it's me it's me i am doing it um and then that night they like after i after after i did the call back i got a call from my managers and they were like they loved you like let's just sit tight they'd like to fly you out to test and I was like losing my mind because I'm in Champagne, and it's just like very weird to not be nearby. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I just it's still very weird to me to be like working from Champagne in different ways. Mm -hmm. um, and then they used that Zoom table read as my like network test, and then I had to like wait another week, and then they and then they called me, and I was by myself because I had been waiting all day, and my partner was like, "I'm just gonna go for a walk, okay?" Like. I, if they call, just, like, run out and find me. And they called while I was by myself. And she had just gotten home. And I'm, like, screaming. And, like, <laughs> she's, like, trying to get through the screen door. It was just – it was it, – it's it still feels very surreal. Like, it just – I don't think I've quite – even still after shooting a season and it's out to, like – it's hard to wrap my head around, like, getting a job and, like, getting – this one, it's just, it's, oh it's, it's, God. I, I feel very 
I'm like, I just feel very grateful. And it's I think bizarre it's so, and weird. It's so, it, I can't imagine how bizarre, but also like any story like that where you hear about someone booking the role that was like as a game changer and something they're like dying to get. And then when it actually comes true and then thinking about like your partner coming in and seeing you freaking out, I love a good booked and blessed story there's um the in the heights documentary or there's some broadway documentary there's a guy that's like his first broadway show he sees his face on a billboard in times square and he like loses his mind i just can't help but cry there's also um all very theater related like every little step is the documentary about the chorus line uh revival going back to broadway and seeing people when they book like just seeing like people see how their dreams come true they're so heartwarming and i think you have been doing so many amazing things, but this was like a game changer. Yeah, I, I think it has changed my life in terms of just like, it's just crazy. It feels crazy. How long would you say that you were working towards a goal like this, like in the industry, like like doing comedy? How many years do you think it's been? You know, I only know this because my sister sent me a Facebook memory post, which is ugh, it's so funny to me that my older sister... Uh, loves to send me Facebook memories. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm, I, you're, you're saying your older sister, so that's the tracks. Yes, Facebook. yes, yes. She's in her 40s. She's still on Facebook. Love her to death. She's cool as hell. But she's sending me Facebook screen grab memories. But she had sent me, it was the first time that she had, um, that I had performed at Second City. And that was when I like properly quit my job. Mm. So I like to say that it was like, I've been doing it like full time. The only thing that I've been focusing on for the last six years, but I had done like sketch comedy all through college mm -hmm. and like did all the like improv indie shows. So much longer than that. But like, well, it also goes to show you like how much of a commitment you have to take to like leave your job, do this and like really put yeah. your all into it. And then, and then you can see the results now. And it's like, we love to see a gay hero be on the silver screen. <laughs> if you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365 day returns. 
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Speaking <laughs> of uh, being a gay hero, I wanna I wanna ask you the famous podcast question, which is okay. Tian Tran. Whose yeah. fault is it that you're gay? Who do we blame, babe? Oh my god! I think we blame um, Raven, who is my who was my summer camp coach. For a soccer summer camp. And her name, her name was, was Raven. Raven. Her name was Raven. We need okay. to paint a picture here. Raven was Raven. Your, now- I, I think it like solidified for me that like, oh my God, this is an attraction towards like an older woman. I think I was probably like 11 or 12, Erie, Pennsylvania, the UNC women's soccer team, which I don't know if you're familiar with women's college soccer, but they were like, they are like the Chicago Bulls of college women's soccer like they are a dynasty they've won so many national championships like mia ham is from i there, was just was, gonna say mia ham mia ham christine Lilly, all up, of these yeah my best friend diane was super into mia ham <laughs> and guess who came out as gay yes. <laughs> like i literally remember like the mia ham poster on the wall so i'm here so I'm you know here. okay so you I'm know here. So Raven was a UNC women's soccer player and they had camps, soccer camps in the summer and they came to Erie and I obviously signed up and I was obviously put into her group and I just was like, I was blown away at this like hot college soccer player. Honestly, kind of looked like Mia Hamm, like looked like a young Mia Hamm, just like fit, like soccer, like soccer fit, long, dark brown mm-hmm. hair, mm, over tweezed eyebrows, maybe, but that's okay. It was like, uh, it was hot at the time. doesn't matter. How, it was 2004. It was 2004. <laughs> we were not going to overthink that. It probably, I, I didn't question it, but she was just like, so funny, so hot. And I just found myself like trying to show off so much for her in our like little group play and like playing well group play that's taking on a different meaning now as an adult but like mm, scrimmages i just i'm also laughing because there's so many funny jokes that go around about like the 11 year olds who go to like the nsync concert and they think that justin timberlake is gonna bone them like (laughs) like like, i love the the idea of you like raven is gonna be so fucking into me and then like it zooms out and you're like fully like braces (laughs) (laughs) oh my god i mean it's like those like like those teens at those concerts i like really curated my outfits like i wanted to make sure that i looked like i'm like if i wear this like girl power soccer t-shirt she's gonna notice me jaw dropped (laughs) who is that who is that middle schooler (laughs) 
I do love that there's like a reverse grooming we never talk about, which yeah. is the children trying to groom the Try- adults. I'm trying to, to groom up. this. I'm trying to groom this college student. <laughs> we're gonna. This is what we're gonna pitch the studio is um, kitty group, kitty groomers, kitty groomers. Oh my god. Oh my god, that will cancel so fast. Yes, but very wow, quickly. I love yeah, Raven. So, I love Raven. It was Raven. Do we know me. if Raven's gay? You know, I don't know. I because I, I don't think I I don't I don't know Raven's last name, but I guess I could look at like soccer rosters throughout soccer all. Soccer roster them. Raven <laughs> two thousand. I do, do we know this? I really am going to out myself as not being into the Mia Ham world as much as I should be. Is Mia Ham out? No, she's very straight, which is is a huge disappointment. You know, it. it, it she, I think she's married. She's married to um, a famous baseball player. Okay, that's a little on the nose. I um, know, but you know what? I, at least Mia is a symbol yes. for young queer girls, and yes. I'm sure she knows it. And I would have to imagine she likes it. I'm sure she embraces it. It's kind of like there's so many uh, queer women basketball players. Like I feel like, yes. like I bet you there's a straight girl on the uh, basketball team in the WNBA who's like. I'm sure, like, there are tons of girls crushing on her, and she's not going to dislike it. No. I mean, there are so many. I'm I'm a huge sports head, and, like, there's just so many queer soccer players out now, and, like, all their teammates are so, like, the best allies in the world. Like, it's just a really lovely, wonderful thing in this time. Um, I was just going to add to the soccer story was that when I did come out to my parents, finally, in I came out to my parents probably when I was 20... 25 um over thanksgiving after i had come out to them and like the all the drama and the tears had already stopped and i was like getting ready for bed my parents burst back into my room and they were like is it because we let you play soccer (laughs) (laughs) i'm like you guys are actually pretty good detectives (laughs) case closed uh (laughs) I love the idea that they were like sitting watching TV with each other (laughs) and one of them takes a sip of their water and they go, Oh my God, it was a soccer. Like they just like, they (laughs) They just just knew (laughs) shit. Rick, I told you we should not have let her go to the camp. But I also like the idea of like, they were like worried it was their fault. I know. I know. What did you say when they asked you that? I said no. I was like, no, no. I, I just simply was like, no, no, no. Like, you know, the 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 refrain of like, this is just who I am. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. You know, it's, that's always there's always innocent parent questions that like they're just trying to figure things out. Yes. And, you know, I think I've said this before. A, 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 something that I've unpacked as an adult is I was told as a kid when I was made fun of about acting gay or girly, I was told. Just because people are saying that you're gay doesn't mean that you are. Hmm. And that was supposed to make me feel better. And I and it did in a way. And of course, it was like a really well-intentioned thing, right? Yeah. But the opposite side of that is that it's saying, hopefully you're not. Yes, yes. And so that question, your parents, of course, only wanted to, you know, support and figure things out. But of course, it's like... What what are we going to blame? Like, what conditioned you to be this way? When, of yep. course, you'd be like, I understand the question, but it's like, I literally cannot help this. I know. It took me a very long time. Not, I mean, it took me a long time to finally realize, like, I think we, we all go through these stages of our parents. Like, it took me so long to come out to myself mm-hmm. that I had to learn to give my parents a little bit of a grace period, at least to, mm-hmm. like, 
come out to themselves that their child is gay, like come out that like have them come out to the fact that they're like the child of a gay parent, you know, or wow. the child of a gay kid, you know, yeah. or parent. I'm a parent of a gay child. I totally know what you mean. I'm they, flipping that's actually that's true. There is a coming out process for almost every person who yeah. is related or close to a, a queer person of them coming out to the world of like I have this relationship to someone that I love so much that yeah. I didn't know that I had that connection to something that is classically controversial. Yes. When, like we're trying to make it not so controversial, but it is. But it is still. My mom is my mom has now become like the P flag of my relatives. Oh, I love that so much. <laughs> Are your and relatives like, cool about the gayness of it all? You know, they're in the they're in the boat of like we know but we won't ask and we like know you have a partner but like we're not going to be like I think it's different now though to be honest that like I am on this show and mm-hmm. they want to tell their friends and family members to watch and it's just like I'm just such a gay character on this show. Hello. Like, it is, is so hard to not be proud of your family member <laughs> who is playing a gay person <laughs> on like one of the biggest TV shows remounts with Hillary Duff. <laughs> So all it takes for relatives to understand is to have this <laughs> Hollywood industrial complex around you. If anybody is listening, if anybody is listening, it gets better if you book a network sitcom. <laughs> That's all you need. That's Otherwise, all you need. <laughs> you're fucked, girl. It's gonna be hard. Oh my god! <laughs> you have to be noticed at the TJ Maxx not working there. Yeah. Um, that is so. But actually, that is anyone listening that is false. You should be. You should be loved and yes, revered, you should be loved no matter regardless what, regardless of your SAG status. <laughs> um, <laughs> wow, that is so good though. I love the answer of Raven being the it's soccer Raven. camp counselor coach. I feel like we've talked camp and and. Those types of environments are just, there's no choice. Yeah, did you go to summer camp? I absolutely did. And I I just, talk about like trying to groom the adults around you. <laughs> I had a counselor who, I might have told this story before, he really inappropriately told the group of like 12, 11 or 12 year olds that he was hooking up with another counselor, which like, of course, that's fine. That's fine. Like, okay, you're hooked, like, sure. But keep it G, man. He told oh, no. us that he, ugh, I really feel bad for, I, I truly know neither of their names, so it's okay to tell this, but I feel okay, bad I for the, so the woman that's a part of the story. He told us that he performed anal sex with her for the first time. Oh my god. And he really didn't like it. And I was like, "A, you're telling a group of 11-year-olds to oh get anal." God. <laughs> B, half of us are gay. This is a performing arts camp. So try not to give us a negative connotation with anal. <laughs> and C, this poor adult woman who all she did was hook up with a very cute counselor yes. and without knowing that he was going to tell his what group of his his kids his, i guess his cabin that she was just railed in the ass for the first time it just like it doesn't feel oh okay and i remember feeling very confused and complicated about it i mean it's such a it's i'm like blown away by the fact that this camp counselor told you guys that i know and it, like you know what it, it goes back to our theory about straight men in general they are either saying yes. two words powerfully or a lot of words really wrong yep and like he said you, a lot of words. A lot of words. Really, 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 wrong. really, really, really wrong. How old were they? Were the college probably? I would assume. Yeah. I, like you know, when you're a kid, and you're like everyone's thirty. Like yes. I, 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 he, I would say college. Benefit oh. of the doubt, freshman in college. Okay, good. 
or I don't know. I don't know if that is good. I don't know why I said good. <laughs> it's be- it's better than senior. It's, it's better than senior. It's better than senior. I'm going youngest college. Yeah, Ugh, it's just I. It's so intense. It is intense. And do you think in today's world of 2022, there are camp counselors talking about anal to their 11 year olds? 100. percent Right. That's the there thing. has it's to like, be. We hope we hope that things have changed, and I think they have for some people. But there are so many parts of this world that there have to be anal conversation with 11 year olds. That shouldn't be happening. That shouldn't be happening. And they're mostly coming from the mouths of straight men. Uh-huh. Yeah, I mean, that, and, and, like as dark as this is to say, how many female mass shooters are there? Not that many. Like a couple. No, I I know. So figure it that. out, straight men. Figure it out. I do think that for <laughs> champion the good ones, there are many straight men in my life that I do know that would never think about doing a mass shooting. Okay, like that's not the low bar, but like they would never like there's yeah. like would never have that conversation. Like there are people that listen to this. Po- one of the reviews of this podcast is like. I'm like I'm straight man, and I still listen to this. Is that okay? We love the we love the, it. We love oh the God, good ones, but like we love the good ones. But unfortunately, you're the minority, babe. Like I know. In fact, you know what we need is the good ones to go wrangle the bad ones. Wrangle the bad ones, and if if you ever wanted to like put on an application that you're a minority, just say that you're a straight man, but you're good. That'll be <laughs> that'll that's a minority. <laughs> that would be a diversity hire that I would get behind. <laughs> That's okay. actually really I, that is very controversial, but like I think <laughs> straight but not bad is straight a diversity hire. <laughs> okay, sire, what do we? What's the update with? I know season two is happening, right? Yes. Okay. Yes. Where, where? When does it happen? Um, we start shooting. We we only just found this out. So like at the end of July is when I like we'll start. Like, I'm moving out to L.A. properly, like... Can you believe that a year ago you were doing a self-tape in your in-law's basement, and then now, a year later, you're about to shoot season two? No. Absolutely not. Okay, I have another... You're you're living my dream, so I have to ask you, like, this is a master class. When you got uh, your first paycheck that was, like, delicious, did you make any impulse purchases that felt like you wouldn't have done it before you booked the show? I... I will say that I, I I booked the I like booked a vacation for my partner and I yeah, 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 the yeah. first like because for a very long time we just like didn't go on any and we just I booked a little house in Joshua Tree uh, and like we spent a week there that that has been my impulse purchases is just like having going to place like going to like national parks that I haven't ever gotten to go to I love that's actually very wholesome but also like it's also like- <laughs> It's still vacation, but you're like national parks. You're not up here. Yeah. You're not like, I'm going to bankrupt this tiny island. Exactly. I'm not doing that. And I will say the other thing that I probably spent money on is just like a lot of like Nike coordinated outfits. I'm wearing one right now. Like, I, I love I your Nike coordinated. I can't stop wearing that. Look, name brand, babe. Name brand, babe. Look at this. <gasps> Look at that. Also, give me flexibility. There's Nike on the shin, Nike there's on the Nike shin. on the shirt. What does your hat say? Soccer dad. Oh my god, I'm angry at how good that is. <laughs> Wait, that's also so spot on for what made you gay. I know. I just got I just got it recently. But yeah, I've been my, my impulse my my very first impulse purchase was like a, a vacation. Yeah, I love that. I can't wait to let you know where I go on my first Yes, I wanna know big vacation. I will definitely do a follow up. Please. I do wanna ask another podcast question. I'm ready. Tantran, if the world was ending and you could only save one character actress, who would you save? Who? This is a I 
This is a very good question. And I'm not, I'm not, I'm only thinking it, I'm thinking of it just from purely like who I love, not who I think would be a good partner in the apocalypse, which I think would be a different answer. (laughs) But Olivia Coleman. (gasps) Brilliant. Wait, are you saying Olivia Coleman's not going to be good? No, I I also think she would be good. (laughs) I think she would too. I think like, I think she would be amazing in a, in an apocalypse situation. Yeah. Olivia, do not worry, girl. We think you would like do great on survivor. Um, I think that Olivia Coleman is a great answer and you'd be surprised. I haven't gotten as as many Olivia Coleman's on this. Are you serious? I'm serious. I think she's truly the best character. I think she's the best character actress, one of the best working right now. Like, hands down. She does everything. Like, I think I, I-, I blew through Heartstopper. I, don't- I was you- just going to ask you about did that. You- did you watch it? A hundred percent. You know that? <laughs> you know how sometimes there are scenes. I don't know if you experienced, but there there will be little moments as a as now like a grown ass queer mm-hmm. that I'm like that I am reminded why like like reminded how gay I am. Oh yeah, and it's Heartstopper. Absolutely, I was just like so that show made me like ugh, I'm so thankful to be queer. <laughs> like I know <laughs> it made me so that scene where. Okay, spoiler alert, sorry. But that scene where they're at the birthday party and Nick sees the lesbians kissing and, like, he sees the possibility of queer... Like, <gasps> that... Tr- I-, <laughs> I got chills. I got chills. <laughs> Eric, I still... Like, if I see that scene again, I will cry. And, there, and that's why we've also talked about Fire Island, too, because it's, like, there's yes! such... The, like, chosen family oh, of it all. Oh There's God. such a kindred bond. There's a reason why you can come in the Zoom room for That's a Gay-Ass Podcast, and immediately we can just be, like, here. Yes. Like, I told my parents, who, like, all of their children are fully grown, but I was like, I think any parent, and I've said this many times, any parent should watch Heartstopper. I completely Because I think agree. it shows a really empathetic environment around the very scary thing about coming out yeah i also oh my god that's so true i i completely agree with you that like any parent should watch this because it really models the empathy that should come with with someone who's coming out in your life that you love and also i just loved nick as a character not being angry about his like or like not being upset or mean you know like there's always that there was no like internalized homophobia that he put outwardly that I felt was very refreshing because I, I feel like that is such a storyline that people always want to go back on is like like the other dude that was terrible to Charlie, the mm-hmm. other ex-boyfriend like right. that. I feel like oh, sometimes God. that character is the main character and not to have him be the main character. It was just. You're right. Because oh, also when you're in the rugby world surrounded by straight guys and those yeah. are your friends that you're trying to be cool with, he went the opposite way. And says, I loved it. I'm going to honor what I'm actually feeling good about inside and break away from the talks, the bad men, the bad men, the bad men. Which I feel like doesn't happen all the time in it shows doesn't. like that. And that's I loved very, seeing that. That's very well said. I Because I don't want to watch the show of the Toxic no, X. I don't. Fuck that guy. Fuck that guy. I don't want to see that. No, I don't want to see that. I don't want to see that. Do you, well, is, do you, as you move forward with season two, what, I want you to manifest right now. What happens in like the dream of your life, like either personally and professionally <laughs> or both? Oh, my gosh. I love this question of like you can write the story yourself. I know like, it's so okay, you, and also there's no wrong answer. It's like just, you can of, of consciousness. It. I, I would love for this show to go on for several seasons. Like I, I really, I love working with my cast. I think it's like a very rare, special thing to be a part of a cast where I, I 
genuinely enjoy and am excited to see everyone. Like, it's amazing. And I would love, I think for me, work-wise, I, I do stand up, but I haven't been able to in the last couple of years just because mm-hmm. of the pandemic and and honestly being like, feeling like I'm starting from scratch again just because I haven't been out and doing the stages as mm-hmm. much as I used to. So I would love to like write a half hour and get that growing to an hour. And I guess the big, big goal for me is to get to make things with like the people that I love, like comedians that I admire and like my partner and I wrote something together that I would love to like get made. So oh my God, that's so exciting. That would yes. be, that would be like the big manifesting dream is to like get to work with the people that I like really admire and, and adore from a creative standpoint. That so is I, I so hope. well said. And I'm fluffing that aura. I'm putting that into existence. I am, I am truly building that manifestation Thank up because you. it should and will come true. I hope so. I really hope so. I think that's great. And also it kind of doubles down on the magic of the queerness of it all of like you and your partner working on something together. And like, I'm sure a lot of the people that you love around you also have a lot of, I only want to work with queer people. Like, hello. And that's why (laughs) I, I, it's like, I'm a broken record about fire Island too, of just like, there's just like so many queer people and like the, the storylines also being like, we're not just following the hot gays because they're hot gays. We're actually mm-hmm. trying to like, grapple with it. We maybe like Bone Yang like doesn't feel like he's a part of that. And like, what is that? I know feeling like the feeling of ostra ostracized, alienated from the group. The alienation of it all is just yeah. like there's, and that's again the conflicting feelings of pride too. Of like, I want to celebrate, but why I have to spend so much money and why? Like, and then like, but then also these fucking. Baseball players are now going to say that it's like, it's like it all, there's just so much, but there's, that's why there is such a powerful connection between us. I know you, you were so right to say like, I I really do like, that's why when you reached out to me, I was like, absolutely. Like, I would love to do this podcast because there is such a, there is like an almost like undeniable, like familial bond in, in just having this common, like common ground of queerness that I, it just a hundred percent it's really just the best and i always like truly when you reached out i was like absolutely i know it took me a couple weeks but then Listen. when i finally, when i finally did i was like yes 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 please please i and i the second that you said yes i knew it was going to be a dream episode and you have proven that that has come oh true my God, because of you this oh my god no, because joy. of you listen no! before we say goodbye i have my final question i did not prep you on Oh, okay. Yes, I'm ready. The question is, what is the best Whoopi Goldberg film? Um, it's Eddie. To me, I and it is <laughs> honestly one of my favorite films growing up. Yay! <laughs> she is a New York. Is it New York Knicks basketball yeah, yeah, coach? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's honestly one of my favorite movies. You are as a, a kid. sports girl. I am a sports girl. I used to, you know, there was a Wegmans when I where I grew up, which is like a grocery store chain yeah. in the East Coast. Um, and they had a video section, and I rented Eddie multiple times because I love. I really love the underdog story of like female coach takes a group of men and like turns the team around. Um, Your parents should have been like, oh, did Eddie make you gay? (laughs) (laughs) Is it it because we rented that movie? Honestly, Raven and Eddie. Those two movies (laughs) made me gay. 
<laughs> I love how also uh, confident you were with your answer. A lot of people waffle like, I guess I should say this. I should. You knew immediately. No. Eddie, I rented Eddie all the time. I, re- I, I even remember the one scene. Now I'm just nerding out, but like one of her players refuses to take a charge and keeps like moving his feet. And so she is like, I'll show you how to do it. And she takes a charge from like a six foot four huge mm. basketball player and just gets absolutely decked on the ground. And that's when she like earns the respect of the team. It's just, I, I love it. <laughs> Eddie I love is Eddie. a gay ass movie. It's a gay ass movie. It's a great movie. I think Lisa and no, I can't remember who else is the, in the rest of that cast, but I think it, it's an amazing cast. And oh, Eddie's- yeah, yeah, yeah. I I think, too, it is proving to me more and more that Whoopi, whether she wanted to or not, made so many people gay. I mean, because for me, yes. it was Sister Act 2, which is a very, <sighs> very gay thing. But Eddie, too, it's like it's she ha- she felt it within to choose these roles, to say yes to these projects that just like really queered out a lot of people. So queer. Well, listen, I'm so grateful to this podcast. Where can people follow you? You can follow me on Hank Tina um, on Instagram. And we are going to be so excited for season two to come out. <laughs> Break a leg with filming. And um, when you're out in LA, hopefully we'll, I'll see you here. Yes, I would love that. Also, thank you so much for being a true joy. This was so, so much fun. Thank you. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.